I truly believe that if I did not give myself the opportunity to be angry, I was never going to get the opportunity to heal. What in the 20s is going on? In the 20s, yeah. The 20s, baby. What in the 20s? What in the 20s is going on? I am here for my 20s, baby. Yeah. This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zamam Kize, and this is What's in the 20s, a podcast where you listen to me grow through its baby. When I tell you this is the fourth time that I am trying to record this episode, I think it's just so difficult to speak about, especially when it's something you're still processing and learning. And I'm trying to be like, okay, should I wait this episode out and just give it a couple more weeks before I speak on it as if it's like a reflection. But I think it's okay because I think I'm giving you a very transparent and very raw um, outlook and perspective in real time (laughs) about what I am learning and understanding. Um, This episode I'm going to be speaking about just something that I think a lot of us try to avoid, especially if you're anything like me. If you're anything like me, you're going to find a way to rush your healing. I don't want to lie. You're going to find a way to just speed that process up because you're not trying to be sad. You're not trying to feel pain. You're not trying, like you want to step out of this emotion as quick as possible. I I don't enjoy being sad. I don't think anyone does. But like, yeah, I don't enjoy being sad. I don't enjoy feeling anxious, depressed, whatever it is, name it. Even anger. Anger is not an emotion that I experience regularly. It is something that I can honestly say I've probably experienced three times in my life. Okay, now four times. Now four, like, well, there's four times I can remember genuinely experiencing anger. And... When it came to me, (laughs) when anger visited me this year, I could not wrap my head around it. And I think trying to speak about it, especially, so I was even like, you know, reading up about the stages of grief, you know, and one of them being anger. And I think number one that was really helpful in terms of realizing that it is a normal emotion and, you know, when you kind of live in a world where you've got all this self-help, all these books and like just everything that's trying to make you feel better, realizing that when you're angry, it doesn't mean that that there's something wrong with you. It means you oh my gosh, okay, we're going to get into it. (laughs) It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. And that's what I always thought. I thought if you're experiencing anger, you you know how people say you got to work on that. You got to manage that. You got to, you know what I'm saying? And you feel like you're doing something wrong. I grew up my whole life believing and understanding anger to be a bad emotion and not just viewing it as a response to something that has upset you as a rational response to something that has upset you. And I think the problem with not allowing people to experience anger or invalidating people and their experiences when they show up in anger is that there's a lot of pent-up emotion that needs to be disposed somewhere. 
you know, and I'm going to be incredibly honest with you. Sometimes when you're confronted with a certain situation, do you know what it's like to be triggered, bro? To be triggered. There is not a single podcast, not a single book, not a single motivational speech you could send me that can hold me back from experiencing that feeling. Because at the end of the day, you're a human being. And I think there's something to be said about allowing people to express and feel and be honest about what it is that they're feeling, even when it might feel and look a little bit out of character, even when it might feel and look a little bit like just ungovernable or whatever it is. And I think that the reason I want to speak about this is because of the guilt and the shame and embarrassment that I feel when I'm angry or upset or sad or whatever, because I don't want people to see me like that. I don't want people to know me like that. I know that people don't expect Uzama to be upset. You know, I'm very understanding. I hold a lot of space for compassion, all of that. So I know that people don't expect me to react, to just fall apart that way, you know, especially not publicly and all of that. Like, I know that it's just out of a lot of things that I may be, anger isn't something that comes easy to me. And I know that that's how people see me. So I feel like I get a lot of anxiety when it comes to expressing that emotion because I feel like I have to apologize and I over apologize to anyone and everyone who experiences me in that state. You know, I feel like I've done something wrong. I feel like I'm, you know, disturbing or interrupting their peace. And then I hold myself back from fully experiencing that emotion from fully expressing and just allowing that emotion to pass through. Instead of it passing through, I'm holding it and retaining it in my body. And I think I have done that for a very, very, very long time. (laughs) Until recently, when it all just started coming out. And it's like that thing when they say, don't bottle up your emotions because one day that cap is just going to fall off, you know? And I think that recently I reached my cap and, um, like I said, you know, you can, you can talk to me about like, oh, you can't control how people treat you, but you can control how you react. Let me tell you something, baby. (laughs) When you're triggered, (laughs) All those lessons go out the window. I don't even remember it. I don't even, like, I have no idea, you know, whatever you taught me about how to manage, how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, apparently, I too can pop off. Apparently, I too can just come with an attitude. I too can just let it all rip and all of that. And I know that it was such a shocking experience. I ended up, like... It was just, it felt so, like I said, there's a shame and a guilt that you feel for doing that, that you end up going around having to do apologies to anyone and everyone who saw you in that state because it feels like you were overreacting. It feels like you were being irrational. It feels like you're an annoyance or a burden or this, like it 
when you're angry, you just don't know what to do. (laughs) And, um, so as I want to go back to the feeling of like, when you don't let the emotion pass through, you hold it in and you retain it all. And, um, that led up to a very, like it manifested itself physically in my body where my chest was tight, tight, tight. Like, you know, when it feels like you're struggling to breathe, when it feels like if like you can physically feel that pain, you can, it almost feels like you can feel your blood boiling. You can feel yourself just kind of losing that sense of control, lose, like you can, oh man, let me tell you, when you can feel that anger sitting in your body, it is such a bizarre, and sometimes it feels like an out-of-body experience, and um, I think the fear about anger is the things that you may say when you're in that state, because you can't take it back, and um, sometimes you will start, and you won't stop, it will just keep coming out, and keep going, and you know, when I say it feels like an out-of-body experience, it feels it sometimes it feels like you're standing outside of yourself watching yourself just letting everything rip you know and you're trying to say all these words to either defend yourself or protect yourself or whatever it is like so much comes out sometimes the way you may act you know or react or whatever it is you know it feels so <laughs> not thought of unplanned and that's when the anxiety comes in. It's like, when once you've calmed down, you're just like, did that just happen? Did I really just do that? And I ended up having to just reflect and introspect, like, is this the person I want to be? And all of that. And I was just going off about thinking about, you know, this this isn't right, I can't be acting like this, I can't be doing this, I, you know what I'm saying, just a whole thing about, like, the fear of the dark side, the fear of what that anger can look like, the fear of what that pain can look like, and I cannot tell you how surprising it was for me when I opened up to my brother about how, what I was feeling, like, the fact that I'm, like, I don't I don't like this. I don't, I don't want to be this person and all of that. And he literally just said, I need you to abandon whatever version or standard of yourself that you hold yourself onto, up to. You are way too hard on yourself, is what he said to me. And I carry those words so deeply. You know, I cannot tell you how liberating it was to hear those words that being angry is allowed, is normal, and is necessary. And you're not above anyone, you know, to think that you shouldn't be angry and all of that because you're trying to keep this image or whatever it is that you're trying to do, thinking that anger is a terrible like emotion to experience. As much as it's not fun and as much as perhaps 
the people who get affected might not be having a great time. And please understand, just caution also. When I speak about anger, I'm not talking about it in the toxic sense where you're now um, just, it becomes a detriment to your health and the people around you. I'm not speaking about that kind of anger where it can be violent, where it's just unsafe for people around you or for yourself. I'm talking about anger where it is a rational and very real response to something such as grief, something such as heartbreak, something such as loss, pain, whatever. I'm talking about something where you feel really, really, really upset with the circumstances and you don't know what to do when you feel confused, when you, you know, that type of just a feeling that naturally comes up within you and you don't know where to place it. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre hearing someone tell you that you should be angry, that you're allowed to be angry. And I remember even just in that same hour, because I still wasn't okay, like my chest was still so tight, I still felt like I couldn't breathe, I felt like I was just panicking, and I got on a call with, you know, my friends, and they were like, Zama, (laughs) I know exactly what you're experiencing, I know exactly what you're feeling, I felt that too, I felt, one of my friends even said, I felt that for three months straight, you know, and it was just so (laughs) eye-opening for me to realize that people do get angry and you're not special or different or there's nothing wrong with you just because that's what you're experiencing and feeling. And I thought that I needed to get help. I, I was just like so overwhelmed and I know that there are people listening to this that feel that too, that they're so afraid to be angry because they don't know where that anger will take them. For me, I cried. It took me to a an emotional breakdown that was so necessary because I felt like for the first time in probably six months, that was the most honest thing I allowed myself to do. It felt like For the first time in so long, being told that I should and I'm allowed and it's okay for me to be angry and just allowing myself to fully experience the depth to that emotion, I could, I could take a breath. (laughs) I could just, you know, that feeling of holding your breath, it felt like I could finally just let it all go now. And, um... You know, when you're angry and you just start speaking, as I said, it feels like you're venting. It feels like you're just letting everything out. And I remember there's this this description, and I'm going to use it in this context, but like it felt like an elephant had finally taken its foot off my chest. And I don't think that I would have ever been allowed the experience of really truly healing until I had 
felt, experienced and understood the depth of my anger and pain and why it's there and allow myself just to feel it, to be it, to express it. And um, I think that the reason I was constantly being triggered by the same situation over and over and over was because I wouldn't allow myself to be angry. I would just tell myself to avoid it, you know, to just move on and let it go and keep it pushing. You know, I would just keep telling myself that like, ugh, it happened, let's keep going. And it's so weird because I never addressed it or spoke about it or, you know what I'm saying? I was never honest about how I really felt about that situation. Because if I were to be honest, I would start venting. I would start, you know, all that stuff that you're carrying. I'd start, you know, it feels like that moment when you open a shaken Coke bottle and it just comes spewing out. And I felt like that was what needed to happen. It felt like as, as not fun as it is, that was the most necessary experience for me because that was the realest I've been in months. That was the most transparent and you know, it just felt like I was seeing myself and I was honoring myself and my truth. And that's really what I want to speak to, to anyone that's really just so afraid of, <laughs> I guess, that dark side. And I get it. It's like, who wants to embrace their dark side? But, <laughs> oh... Oh my gosh, I feel like if we're strong enough to let it in, then perhaps we'll be strong enough to let it go. And that was the biggest lesson, probably the biggest lesson I got out of 2023, was if I finally just allow myself to let all of it in, maybe that's how I get to heal. Maybe only then will I begin to feel okay with the process of letting go. And I think the reason why I struggled for so long with letting go of so many situations is because I'd always brush it under the carpet. I'd always just be like, yes, everything's fine. Yes, let's move on. Yes, things are good or whatever. And never genuinely communicate or even just express with myself just how upset and hurt and frustrated and angry I am about this situation. And... um it was only through my anger that I was able to set myself free. It was only through that destruction that I was able to build a new way forward for me. I think I had tied myself and attached myself so strongly to my mistakes, to my past, to whatever situation that I felt like there was just chains wrapped around, even if it's to a person, to a situation, to a relationship, to whatever it is, you just... Hold yourself binded to it because you never really allowed the emotions to play itself out. You just kept trying to move on to something else that allowed you to stop feeling it. And I get it. Trust me, I get it. Um, but my message today is that the nice thing about... <laughs> the nice thing about this side of things, should I say your darkness or your pain or your anger or whatever it is, is that it doesn't ask you to show up perfect. It doesn't ask you to show up pretty or nice or whatever it is. It accepts you as you are 
in that feeling. It accepts you as messy as you're feeling in that moment. And it takes real work to allow yourself to embrace it, to welcome it, to sit with it. And when you're ready to let it go. I have grown a lot and learned a lot from my anger. I think that's where a lot of my teachings came from or a lot of my growth came from was being able to just say that like even the messy parts of me deserve to be loved. Even the parts of me that I might not fully accept yet, that I might not understand yet, the parts of me that really aren't so pretty, those parts like also deserve to be accepted because they're also still parts of you. And that was what my challenge and my struggle was. I don't think I had ever accepted me whole as a whole version of me. I just accepted the good parts of me. I just wanted the good parts of me. I just embraced the good parts about me. And I continuously rejected all the other stuff. And I think that's what made my relationship with myself so sour and bitter. Because like when I would experience those emotions... It felt like I didn't recognize myself instead of just giving that version of me more grace, more love, perhaps even more attention, more care, more tenderness, a bigger hug. I wish I could have told the younger version of me that (laughs) it's all good. I wish I could have hugged that version of me that needed to feel angry at certain things. And sometimes anger gets things done. Sometimes you being angry can fix your relationship because now someone is seeing you for what you're really feeling, for what you're really going through and choosing to work with that, choosing to listen to that, choosing to show up for you in that. You know, sometimes anger solves problems sometimes anger gets people listening gets yourself listening sometimes anger changes the situation you know maybe the gap between where you are now and where you want to be could be you getting angry so get mad get upset get frustrated feel it through and get to the other side when it's time let it go let it all go. I am rooting for you. I <laughs> I am in your corner, genuinely. And if you're sitting there just wanting permission to feel angry, I am giving it to you. Not that you need my permission, but here it is. Here is your permission to cry, to yell, to just exhale. As always, I'm sending my love. Goodbye. This is Twenties.